0: You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 115. In this episode, I demystify value-added tax in online business. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews, to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today I talk about what is value-added tax? When do you need to pay it? When do you need to charge it? and what's special about digital products or education when it comes to VAT. Do you want to have a profitable online business in 2018? Get my brand new and free 20-point checklist for your profit plan by going to sigrun.com forward slash 115. In the show notes, you'll also find additional links about VAT in online business. VAT is often an eclectic topic in online business, but sooner or later, online entrepreneurs realize that they have to pay VAT or value-added tax, just like any other businesses. On top of that, there are special VAT rules around digital products that online entrepreneurs need to know about. Now, I'm not a tax advisor nor a lawyer but I'm a business coach and I've been a CEO and running businesses for the last 13 years. So I will be talking about value-added tax from that perspective. And you as a business owner have the responsibility to talk to your local tax advisor to make sure you do this correctly in your business, because every country is different. And we even within the country, there could be different rules. So let's dive in and talk about what value-added tax is. It's basically a sales tax. It's something that, you know, the government wants to get from you when you sell a product or service. And the basic rule is that any business in Europe has to charge value-added tax on top of the price of the product or service. But there are always exceptions. So when you start your business often you can start without charging any value-added tax. So, for instance, in Switzerland, if your business is earning less than 100,000 francs, which is equivalent to $100,000 and pretty close to 100,000 euro, you don't need to charge VAT on your products and services. But when I started my business, I decided... My business was going to go big pretty fast. I had this hunch that it would. So I immediately registered for VAT voluntarily that I started from day one to charge value added tax on top of my services. So this meant that the first invoice I wrote to another company, I put value added tax on top of the cost of what I was charging. So let's say I was charging 2,000 Swiss francs. On top of that I put 8% that I highlighted on the invoice as VAT or Mehrwertsteuer we say in German. Now the next step is that VAT is normally applied to products and services you sell within the country you live in. So when I started coaching If I had a Swiss client, I had to charge VAT on top of my services. If I had a client in Germany and I was doing one-on-one coaching, I would not charge VAT. Now, I felt it was very unfair for these different clients to pay different prices. So what I decided to do is that my VAT was included in my service. This is not very typical if you, for instance, hire a photographer in Switzerland and they are sending me an invoice, then they charge VAT on top of what we have agreed is the price for the service. And sometimes this comes as a surprise if you're not used to dealing with businesses that charge VAT, but most businesses should. It's just either included or it's excluded. And you need to know this as a business owner, when you are sending invoices or receiving invoices for services, is the VAT included or excluded? Typically in B2B, we're talking about bigger companies, it's always excluded. But with smaller businesses, this is not so clear, and that's why it's better to ask. So I decided when people saw the prices on my website, or if I communicated prices in my webinars or on coaching calls or something it was always going to be included VAT and the person sitting in Switzerland should not pay more just because we're based in Switzerland. The same thing applies when you're selling a product. If you sell to a customer in your own country, you have to charge VAT. Either it's included in the price or you add it to your price. And if somebody outside your country buys a product from you, you do not charge VAT because the person who receives the product will have to pay a VAT based on the rules in their country. Let's take an example, the office chair that I have in my home office in Switzerland. I ordered it from Germany. As soon as I filled out the order form, the German VAT was dropped off the price And I paid a little bit less as they had advertised the price, including VAT, but they took it off for me. And when the chair arrived in Switzerland, I got a letter from customs that I had to pay Swiss VAT, which is luckily for me 8% versus this was around 19% in Germany. So overall, I paid a little bit less than a customer buying the same chair in Germany. Now you might ask yourself, what about VAT for services that you receive from abroad? Well, if you buy coaching in Switzerland and you sit in Germany, or you buy an online course in Canada, or you buy a domain from a hosting service in the United States, you might actually be obliged, depending on the country you live in, to pay VAT for receiving those services. This is called Bezugsteuer in German, and you should check with your local tax advisor if it's mandatory for you to pay this VAT. So far, I've been talking about coaching when I was mentioning services, and specifically one-on-one coaching. So when I started to offer online programs, I thought first that I would deal with VAT in exactly the same way. But my tax advisor pointed out correctly that actually my online programs are education and education is VAT exempt in Switzerland and actually in Iceland too. And therefore I bet it's the same way in many other countries. Therefore you need again to check with your local tax advisor. If this applies in your country. So what's considered education? Well, It is anything open to the public, so anyone can register, it has a curriculum, it has a process or a method that people go through, and it has some kind of a goal. You can of course look this up for your own country, and you will get a list of what is considered education. But in Switzerland, it could be yoga training, learning how to scuba dive, or learning how to build an online business. If on the other hand, I take exactly the same topic and it's offered to one individual or one company, then it's not considered education anymore, but a tailored content or one-on-one coaching and then VAT rules apply again. When it comes to purely digital products, something that I can download, something that I can study on my own, where there is no Facebook group, there is no weekly office hours, there's no monthly call, then other rules apply. The emergence of the EU VAT rules shook up the online business industry a couple of years ago. And I joined one of those Facebook groups where people were talking about, wow, what's happening and what do I need to do? And there was a lot of confusion around VAT when it comes to pure digital products. The background to this all is that at some point, governments realized they were missing out on a lot of possible VAT payments think about Amazon and Google and Facebook and many other big international companies and there were people in Europe and elsewhere in the world buying downloadable products from these businesses and nobody was paying VAT because as I explained before actually You are, in many countries, obliged to pay VAT on receiving services. But, you know, nobody's doing it. Individuals don't know about it. Businesses barely know about it. So they had to find another way. And the best way they came up with was to ask companies to charge the VAT on their end depending on the tax rate in the country of the receiver. And this caused a big confusion. It makes sense when you think about it. You're making it easier for the person buying your product or services if the VAT is just charged up front and you don't need to worry about anything. But on the other hand, it's very complicated if you are a small business And you want to offer your products and services to the whole world and you have no clue about the VAT rate in all these countries. And the problem also was it didn't matter how big or small your business was. The whole idea behind the EU VAT, or just generally the digital VAT rules that many other countries have since then also implemented is they were targeted at Amazon and similar companies. And unfortunately, they neglected that there might be really, really small and actually tiny businesses selling ebooks for 7 euro. And suddenly, these providers have to worry about paying sales tax in the correct country. So the confusion has cleared up a bit. There's still a little bit of confusion, and that's why I did this episode. But actually, it's not as confusing as you might think. you got to assume that somebody needs to pay VAT, and it's easier if you, as a provider of a service, charge the VAT up front. So far, these rules were mainly applicable for digital goods, For purely downloadable products that do not include, for instance, a live webinar, Facebook group, coaching or anything of the sort. But as I look into the future and look at the rules and regulations that are being discussed already in the European Union, we already know that this will probably apply for all services and products in the future that the provider of the service will charge the VAT up front so that you as a receiver don't have to worry about it. So what does this mean for businesses? We better get used to this right away. Luckily, there have been some changes for the small or the tiny businesses I just mentioned. So if your revenue from digital product sales abroad fall below €10,000, you do not have to register for this EU VAT system and can just use the VAT rules of your country. But assuming your sales revenue is more than 10,000 euro from digital goods sales abroad, you have to sign up for what is called VAT MOS, which is the most simple system for you to pay the VAT. Now, it is even easier if you use a system that is already connected with the VAT MOS system. There are many services out there, digital platforms where you can sell your services and your digital products that are already connected and can do this all for you. So you do not have to worry about paying VAT to 26 different countries in the European Union. But as we move ahead, you also have to pay attention that this does not just apply to the European Union. You have to know that many other countries have been watching what the European Union is doing and are catching up on this system. It's my hope that these digital platforms that are already taking care of the EU VAT for you will quickly add any additional countries that have similar rules in place. Still, it's your responsibility as a business owner to make sure you're doing VAT correctly. That's why... There's no way around it. you got to consult your local tax advisor. And if they don't know, it's your responsibility to find someone who does. There's a lot more to be said about VAT and online business. And therefore, I'm going to link up several resources for you to read up on in the show notes of this episode. But again, check with your local tax advisor and make sure you're doing VAT correctly. Want to have a profitable online business in 2018? Get my brand new and free 20-point checklist for your profit plan by going to sigrun.com forward slash 115. In the show notes, you'll also find additional links about VAT in online business. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, Please share, subscribe and give this show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.